This is Shi'ar Jeshub, a Bible study program coming to you from Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle in Madison, Connecticut, and featuring the ministry of Pastor Greg Scalzo. Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle is a non-denominational Christian church of dedicated believers who want to send forth the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ and inspire a love for His Holy Word. Hi, I'm Patty Scalzo, and today we will be continuing the in-depth Through the Bible Study series taught by my husband, which he entitled Heavenly Authority. So get your Bibles ready if you can, and let's join Pastor Greg for the beginning of the Sunday message for this portion of the Heavenly Authority series. The first reading this morning will be from the prophet Isaiah, in Isaiah chapter 6 and verse 1. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting on a throne, high and lifted up, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Above it stood seraphim, each one had six wings, with two he covered his face, with two he covered his feet, and with two he flew. And one cried to another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. And the posts of the door were shaken by the voice of him who cried out, and the house was filled with smoke. So I said, Woe is me, for I am undone, because I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. For my eyes have seen the King, Yahweh, the Lord of hosts. My eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Today, in the Heavenly Authority series, I'd like to talk about authority and the Lord Jesus Christ. Authority in the Lord Jesus Christ. We've, we've discussed a lot of different areas in this series, and as we draw toward the end of it, this is probably, this is probably one of the most important. In the background study in the Old Testament, we saw Jesus as the King, the Son of David, the Messiah. We saw Jesus as the High Priest, a High Priest in the order of Melchizedek. And we saw Jesus as the prophet, the prophet promised by Moses. He was all in one, king and prophet and priest. And then in the New Testament studies of the different offices, as we began the study of each office, we saw that Jesus was the apostle, the prophet, the teacher, the rabbi, the evangelist, the worker of miracles, the healer, the great physician, the chief shepherd, the chief pastor, the overseer, the bishop of our souls. He is the, the one. You know, when we talked about the offices uh, and the gifts of the Holy Spirit, we receive of his anointing 
but he is. He is that he is. The anointing is his. He gives gifts to men, but he is. He is the source. He is the authority. And when he ministered in this world, his teaching was different than the old religious discourses that the people were used to. In Matthew chapter 7, and I would encourage every believer to read Matthew chapter 5, Matthew chapter 6, Matthew chapter 7. That's the sermon, what's commonly known as the Sermon on the Mount. It's the teaching, really. Jesus did not give that teaching one time. This is the teaching he gave into every town he went. The time has come, the kingdom of heaven is near, repent and believe the good news. And then he would teach them these things that we have laid out right at the beginning of the New Testament. The Beatitudes, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall, they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Blessed are the merciful for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. And blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And he goes on. He speaks about believers as the salt and the light. He talks about anger in the heart, adultery in the eyes, the sacredness of marriage, he talks about going that second mile, loving your enemies, doing good to please God. He gave them the model prayer, the Our Father. He talked about laying up treasures in heaven to keep asking, seeking, knocking, the narrow way, knowing what we studied the last time, knowing them by their fruits, how you will know to beware of false prophets building your house on the rock. What a sermon. And then you read in verse 28 in chapter 7, And so it was when Jesus had ended these sayings that the people were astonished at his teaching, for he taught them as one having authority and not as the scribes. The scribes were learned. The scribes knew the scriptures. The Pharisees believed the whole of the Old Testament and taught the people. But this, this was different. This man had authority. And they were amazed. They were astonished at his teaching. And they recognized his authority. Really, it ties into what we discussed last week, right? That if you really want to know, you will know who has authority from God. Um, remember, these were Jews that were raised up in God's word. So they knew the foundation. They had the foundation. But in their hearts, the Holy Spirit was testifying. Remember Jesus said, my sheep know my voice. The Holy Spirit was testifying. They heard the word of God. The Spirit of God testified inside of them. And they knew that this was a different thing. This one taught with authority teaching came from God. Look at chapter 8 in Matthew, and we'll look down at verse 5, the account of the centurion. Now we know that Matthew is a summary 
of the account. He's given the main points of it. In Luke chapter 7, you have more detail. You read how really the centurion sends out the Jewish elders to make the case. They're his representatives before the Lord. And then as Jesus approaches the house, he sends out friends to say to the Lord, I'm not worthy to have you under my roof. Um, but let's read here in Matthew, in Matthew chapter 8, verse 5. Now, when Jesus had entered Capernaum, a centurion, a centurion is a commander of a century, a Roman commander of a century or of a hundred, a group of 100 men, 100 men. And they varied from 50 to 100 men. Uh, and then those centurions uh, were under a cohort. There were either 10, if you read some sources, or six uh, centuries to a cohort, and then you had 10 cohorts to a Roman legion. So you had a whole authority structure uh, to the Roman army of legions and cohorts and centuries, and the centurion was a man over 50 to 100 men, and then under, obviously, the leadership above him as you worked your way up to the legion. A centurion came to him pleading with him, saying, Lord, my servant is lying at home paralyzed and uh, dreadfully tormented. So you see here a man who cares for his servant. He cares that his servant is sick. Matter of fact, when the elders come to plead with Jesus for this man, it says in Luke chapter 7, verse 3, they say he loves our nation and has built us a synagogue. So here's a Roman who has turned to the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. In the conquering, he's been conquered himself. And he believes in the Lord God. He's built this synagogue. And you can see the care he has even for his servant. And he recognizes that Jesus, he knows, he's seen the miracles, he's heard the miracles, and he recognizes that Jesus has authority. Lord, my servant is lying at home paralyzed, dreadfully tormented. And Jesus said to him, I will come and heal him. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that you should come under my roof, but only speak a word and my servant will be healed. Now, he's a Roman, but he's not as a conqueror, right? He's humble there. Matter of fact, he's kind of embarrassed that he's a Gentile Roman. I'm not worthy, Lord. You're the Lord. You're the one doing these, these miracles. I'm not worthy to have you come under my roof. Only speak a word. Just say the word, and my servant will be healed. This Roman has a good understanding of authority. He says in verse 9, For I am also a man under authority, having soldiers under me. And I say to this one, Go, and he goes, and to another, Come, and he comes, and to my servant, Do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard it, he marveled and said to those who followed, Assuredly, I say to you, I have not found such great faith, not even in Israel. And I say to you that many will come from east and west and sit down with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. But the sons of the kingdom will be cast out into outer darkness. They will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then Jesus said to the centurion, Go your way. And as you have believed, so let it be done for you. And his servant was healed that same hour. He understands the centurion authority and the authority of the one to whom he's making the request 
that Jesus has great authority over sickness, great authority over disease, great authority over demons, and that all he has to do, because he has spiritual authority, is speak the word. That is how great his authority is over the spiritual realms and so over the physical realms that it does not even require his bodily presence. When this Roman centurion wants something accomplished, he doesn't have to be there. He simply gives the order, and he knows because he has authority, the one he gives the order to will carry it out. And so this man, the Messiah, if he speaks the word, it will be carried out because every angel has to obey. The creation itself has to obey. You have that authority only speak the word. All he needs is, is the Lord's agreement with his request and the word spoken. Only speak the word and my servant will be healed. Current sermons are live streamed on YouTube every Sunday morning at 10.30 a.m. Join us for in-depth Bible messages by Pastor Greg and Associate Pastor Francis David for a celebration of the Lord's Supper and for prayer and conversation by Pastor Greg and myself. I know you will find it a special anointed time. You can search YouTube for the Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle channel or you can use the link on our church website at shi'arjeshub.org. The programs are then posted on YouTube and Rumble.com, as well as on the church website itself for 24-7 access. Join us next time for Shi'ar Jashub.